doing that, and I want to take it all down. I want to do everything. So. It's like you're watching it with like a big ass man. That's a pretty good team in Ipswich. I like the build on that. He looks good. I gotta get him on the roster. I gotta get him on the team. I was pissed I missed out on him. The work works. Friends, Greg here. Getting you ready for the week four slate and recording Thursday night right in right up front of the Cincinnati Jacksonville game. I got Cincinnati minus seven and a half tonight, so I want to record this and get to watching that. I also got a a few plays in here, so it's gonna to start to a good week. A uh, lot lot of good games, and as you as you can see, I got some visuals set up for you guys. Uh, I want to try something different. Uh, just just to want to talk in front of you guys, seeing my face the whole time. So we got the week four slate. Uh, some snap targets and some some cool stats. Um, a, a little game of play lock fade, and of course the circa millions. And again, uh, that's that's one of my picks tonight is Cincinnati Jacksonville. So that means the rest of my picks are locked in for the week, um, starting two and three in each of the first three weeks. Is not how I wanted to start, um, but we'll get to that a little later. Let's start off with the week four slate. Takes two two total. So these are the high scoring games of the week. Uh, we have Chiefs at Eagles and Cardinals at Rams, both at 54 and a half. Browns at Vikings at 53. Raiders at Chargers, 52 and a half. Seahawks at 49ers, 52. And the Panthers at Cowboys at 50 and a half. So these are, of course, uh, if you have these guys in here, you got, you got to play your, uh, your, your big guys in here. Maybe you could try to see if we can find you got some value. And uh, maybe something to pick up off the waiver wire or, uh, you know, make a decision between who to start and sit. This, you know, these games will be a tiebreaker. If you have someone in here, if you're on the fence uh, with another player, you can use these totals as a tiebreaker. Chiefs at Eagles. Uh, I think this is a big bounce back spot for Tyreek Hill. Two games in a row now where Hill has been shut down and... Uh, it's it's gonna be they're gonna find a way to get him involved here, uh, and you, you you know you're starting you're starting all your Eagles. This Chiefs defense is is t terrible, and uh, they, these high totals are gonna be for the rest of the year. So uh, these Chiefs games are gonna be fun to watch. A lot of, a lot of scoring in these Cardinals at Rams, fifty four and a half. The uh, battle of the unbeaten's for the division. Uh, for the lead in the division. So this is going to be a real interesting game. You would think the total wouldn't be so high with the uh, with the Rams defense, but I think what's happening here is the Rams offense is so good. Uh, they're scoring, and the other team has to, the other teams on the field has to come back. And uh, it's, it's a lot of back and forth, especially early in the season. So these totals are going to be super high. Uh, Browns at Vikings. Dalvin Cook has back-to-back -back limited practices to start the week, so that's a great sign. Looks like he'll be back for week four. Um, the the other side uh, uh, was looking at Cleveland, and um, I was gonna say a thought, but I, I want to get get to it a little bit later uh, on on the Browns. But I have some 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 maybe a little play there for the Browns, uh, but we'll get to that to a little later. 
Raiders at Chargers. We'll talk about the primetime game. 49ers hosting the Seahawks at 52 total. Now the Seahawks, uh, excuse me, the 49ers cornerbacks uh, are null and void. So I think uh, Russell Wilson here is going to have a, a, a big game. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the Sunday night broadcast and they were speaking on the corners uh, in and out and not having any corners to speak of. So and I think that's why this total so high. As we've seen the Seahawks defense has not been anything uh, in the past that, that you would think of. So that's why the total so high. Uh, they've been getting run on. They got ran on by Dalvin, by, uh, you seen Henry a few weeks ago, then uh, Alexander Madison last week. So hopefully Eli Mitchell gives it a go. He also has um, been in practice, but in a non-contact jersey for the first two days. So uh, it's looking hopeful according to the beat writers, but I, I don't really know what that means. Um, practicing, but in a non-contact jersey. So uh, he's got a hell of a matchup. Uh, maybe they're just taking it easy. Hopefully uh, we'll get him in some pads on in the Friday practice. And we'll see what happens. George Kittle also has not practiced the first two games. Uh, Shanahan saying that uh, he expects him to go. Uh, I think what they're doing with some of these veterans are they're not practicing in the first couple games, uh, uh, excuse me, the first couple days of, of the week. And they're not practicing in the first couple days of the week. And, uh, excuse me. And they're just giving them maybe uh, some maintenance days. It's a long season, uh, going 17 games again. Some of these teams have aspirations to be in the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl. So uh, you're going to see a lot of these maintenance days. I wouldn't panic too much by these guys. It's the calf injuries. I, I expect Kittle to, to be a go out there for Sunday. Uh, Panthers at Cowboys. Uh, of course, McCaffrey hurt. You have uh, Chuba Hubbard taking over there. Chuba Hubbard to start. Um, in this high total game, he's going to get a lot of volume, uh, especially if they use him like how the, they, 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 excuse me, they used Mike Davis last year. Uh, you got to have a hell of a starter there. Um, so definitely get him locked in there. And we got some, I got some, uh, some, a nice cowboy play for you guys later on. So let's head on to the primetime games. We have the Bucks at Patriots. It's probably the game of the week, or at least a narrative of the week. Um, I have it. I, I wrote here. Have it down not minus seven, uh, but the the circle line that I have is finalized is minus six and a half at the Patriots. That's going to be really really good. Um, looking at uh, James White out for the year, uh, that just came down today. So uh, looking at who's going to be in the backfield, who's going to step up. Um, it could be JJ Taylor. I had I, I picked him up. Uh, Stevenson's been in, inactive, and we know it's not Damian Harris. Um, so let's narrow it down, and hopefully, for my sake, it'll be J.J. Taylor. If he's out there anyway, we're going to go pick him up. And Raiders at Chargers, minus three and a half. Again, that's another line that uh, that came down a, a little bit on my circuit millions. I have it. I got it locked in at minus three um, from the circuit millions. So, uh, I mean, again, you got to start all these guys. Uh, J uh, Josh Jacobs, looks like he's going to go. Uh, he's been back at practice, so that's a good sign there for the Raiders. Uh, and on the injury front, I think, uh, oh yeah, let's get back to also, oh, AB um, for the Bucks. AB is back at practice, so he's gonna, he's gonna go um, off the COVID list. Bernard and Gronk aren't practicing. And uh, so that's a concern. Uh, I definitely expect Gronk to be out there. 
uh, he wants to get back there, get get that revenge game in. So that's gonna be fun to watch, man. Um, so yeah, I would definitely expect Gronk to be out there, uh, but we'll see. Uh, Sunday night, um, if you have other options, at least think about uh, starting those guys because that's the that's the late game, and you're not gonna have a backup, so it's gonna be tough. It's gonna look through all the injuries here of so Seattle. Also, Gerald Everett had. Um, Came down with COVID, or at least tested positive for COVID. So, uh, if you're starting him at tight end, it's going to be tricky. So you might have to look for another tight end there. Uh, just want to go through Conklin also for Minnesota uh, for the Vikings. He was out Wednesday, but he returned back to practice Thursday. So if you picked him up this week off the waiver, uh, you could give him a spin there. All right, so let's get to snaps and targets. So a preview for the week four. So we got some outliers. So let's let's check out some some of the outliers for week four. So the first guys I I have and this and these are in no particular order, uh, but Amari Cooper. Uh, I was looking at the Panthers and yeah, the Panthers have a good defense and they they've played good, but we got to remember who they played, and also we got to kind of look into the box score a little bit. Um, week. One against the Jets. Corey Davis, their number one receiver, went for two touchdowns. And then last week against the Texans, Brandon Cooks went for nine catches for 112 yards on 11 targets. So I think Cooper's in a great spot here. Uh, and he didn't, was it, 41 points last week? And, and uh, I don't, uh, the Dow scored, I don't remember how many fantasy points Cooper had, but he had a down game. Um, so I'm sure they want to get him back, and uh, and he was a little he came he came in bang, banged up a little bit. Uh, we haven't seen any reports of him limited or anything. So uh, Cooper, I like a lot. Uh, I mentioned the Browns earlier. Donovan Peoples Jones, he leads the he leads the Browns wide receivers in snaps. So uh, is it misleading? I'm not really sure. He out, he still out snapped. Um, OBJ last week when OBJ returned 53-52. And we know Landry's been out, and that's why he's been getting all the snaps. And uh, and he was barely outpaced by Landry, I think, in week one. Um, so, But this is a guy that they were talking about in the preseason. He's been getting a lot of hype. Um, it's, a, it's a great matchup. Uh, the Vikings are tied for four. Or the four, excuse me. They're giving up the fourth most fancy points to wide receivers. Uh, but here's, here's the catch. He's only had four targets on uh and and four catches so he hasn't seen a lot of work but of course we know that they run the ball uh first second and third and even in the chiefs game they ran the ball from behind uh as they were trailing to try to get back into it um but they they were they were actually lead, leading most of that game so we'll see what happens when they when they have to throw the football um they're in minnesota i could see easily see minnesota getting getting to a lead and uh getting after it and making Baker Mayfield have to throw the ball. So I like people's Jones, man. This is, uh, you know, you got to be ahead of the curve on some of these things. Try to try to pick some of these guys up before it happens uh, or you end up spending, you know, half your fab or, uh, you know, not getting a higher uh, priority claim. Number three, the Jets. The Jets play a bad Titans defense. Uh, I've seen some stat a few weeks ago where it was saying that the uh, – the teams that have the easiest schedule remaining 
um, just from an NFL standpoint. And the Jets were on there uh, along with a few other teams. And this was like this was before the Broncos game. So the Jets have a the Jets players have a, have a good schedule coming up. And this is a this is a good start. It's a home game against a bad Titans defense. And I know everyone's getting out there starting the Titans. Oh, yeah, we get the Jets, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. Uh, this could be the get-right game for Zach Wilson. Also, uh, Jameson Crowder's coming back. I think that was a big part of the Jets, is Jets don't have a tight end. Jets don't have anybody over the middle to get it to. Uh, and I think Jameson Crowder is going to help that out a hell of a lot. And uh, if he's out there, you know, go go see if you can pick him up. And I, I really like I really like the Jets spot. I, I think this is a good battle spot. Uh, it was a couple years ago where the Jets were same kind of spot. Offense wasn't doing good. They were at home. I think they were I think it was almost the same exact spot. They were at seven or seven and a half point dogs to Dallas. And Dallas came in there and the Jets won outright. Um and they and they, and they got back going a little bit. So I can see the same type of thing happening. Again, this Titans defense is not a good defense. Also, the Titans are missing uh just from a NFL standpoint, the Titans are missing AJ Brown, who who's definitely not going to start this week. He's a hamstring injury. They already called a week to week, so that to me rules him out already for this week. And and then Julio Jones, Julio Jones is hurt, and he might not start this week. So you know, they, of course, there's going to be a lot of Henry and the Jets have struggled uh, stopping a run, um, but. Uh, it's not going to be as easy, I think, as people think. Uh, you know, Jets have been embarrassed the first three games have not looked good at all. And this could be a good spot. Jalen Waddle. So last last week was the first game with Jacoby Brissett. And Jalen got 13 targets. 12 catches on 13 targets. So uh, this is a guy to look out for. Um, unfortunately, the, <laughs> he only went for 58 yards on point eight yards per catch so uh you know that the upside there isn't strong but you know if you're gonna get if he's gonna get that type of of love you know this is this is definitely a flex worthy start starter here uh if you're if you're trying to make a decision on who to play here if you have a tough decision between you know waddle and another guy uh Jalen watt uh you know waddle is in a good spot and maybe that's joey uh Brissette's guy now uh, he went to him 13 times, so he's definitely looking his way. And we'll round it out with Najee Harris. Uh, 19 targets last week, just ridiculous. Ben has not been good, as we know. He's been checking down. Uh, he probably won't get 19 targets again. Juju is coming back. Uh, he's been in practice. Uh, Deontay Johnson is gonna. Uh, he's been practicing in full, so he's gonna start. And uh, so he's not, not definitely not gonna get 19 targets. Uh, they got their field stretches back, but. Uh, Harris, he he's gonna be a lock easily for a top five running back this year. Uh, he's just he's getting so much volume. He's at ninety six percent snap rate for the year, and the second closest running back is Kamara, just under eighty percent. So he's getting so much volume. It's even even with his one score, he's a top nine running back right now, and. Uh, yeah, the sky's the limit for him. He's, he's going to get a lot of production. It's very Le'Veon Bell-esque. All right, let's jump to the next. Step. So what do we have? What the work says. So what's the what's the work say? Let's let's take a look. It says Robert Woods will score versus the Cardinals. 
in week four. So don't get too depressed, uh, Robert Woods guys. I know Cooper Cup has been has been uh, tearing it apart, but uh, Robert Woods definitely start him as a big over under, and uh, you know Robert Woods will get in the end zone according to the work. All right, so let's play a little game of play lock fade. What we have here, so pigskin game. All right, so we got three teams. Uh, uh, three games, and this is from a DFS standpoint. So we have the football team at the Falcons, the Texans at the Bills, and Steelers at the Packers. We have similar totals across the board. These are the right below the uh, the fifty point totals. Uh, so let's see if we can find some some plays here. Uh, and then you see, of course, the three different spreads. You got a, the the close spread at minus one and a half. Uh, and again, that the circumvallians came in at minus one. Now that, that number is down to minus one. The Bills at sixteen and a half, and the Packers at minus seven. That's also down. I think it's at uh, minus six and a half. So three different, three different uh, spreads, but uh, similar type totals. So let's see what we got for play lock fade. So what are we playing? We're gonna play the. We're gonna play those Steelers at Packers game. Last week, Chase and Boy scored three touchdowns. So Packers receivers. Uh, let's get those guys in there. Devontae Adams will score in week four. Uh, you could bank that. MVS is questionable with a hamstring. He hasn't played. He hasn't practiced yet this week. And most likely he'll be out. Uh, so you're looking at Alan Lazard. If you're looking, if you're looking to try to re replace anybody, if you need a wide receiver, you need a flex option, Alan Lazard, he's third on the team in snaps. Not even just uh, amongst wide receivers. He's third on the team. And that's behind... Adams, of course, and Aaron Rodgers. So Alan Lazard steps into a nice spot here. Uh, Steelers do get J.J. Watt back. Uh, so, you know, temper expectations. But you, if you need something, uh, you're definitely looking at a play there with Lazard. All right, so who are we locking in? Who's the lock? We got Texans and Bills left and Steelers at pack. And, uh, excuse me, football team at Falcons. The lock is football team at Falcons. So... Tight end question. Who who are we going with? Uh, who would you rather, Logan Thomas or Kyle Pitts? Well, Atlanta's the worst team in the NFL against the tight end in touchdowns, red zone touches, and red zone targets. So easily it's uh, it's Thomas and and to be honest, the, between the two defenses, you know, it's, <laughs> the Falcons are so bad defensively. They you know they kind of lucked up last week against the Giants. Uh, you know, you knew the Giants in a, in a spot where they were favored at home against a bad team. They just wouldn't come through. Um, so, yes, Logan Thomas, we're going with. And Cordero Patterson, do you know he's 10th amongst running backs in scoring? I know it's week three, but, geez, uh, he's, getting a, he's getting a lot of work. And the Mike Davis owners are, like, kicking themselves right now. Mike Davis was never a guy I was on. Uh, he just was never a big threat to me to be productive, uh, but Cordero Patterson is, and he's he's taking over. Uh, he's getting a lot of touches, a lot of catches, um, and yeah, so he, he's definitely he's definitely a start, and he's definitely a start this week, too. And fade, of course, is the Texans at Bills game. That's a shit of wealth game. These guys are going to be uh, up big. Uh, you're going to see a little bit of Beasley, a little bit of Diggs. Um, you know, they got a lot, of, a lot of mouths there now. Sanders, uh, Gabriel Davis, uh, the running game, the running backs are even coming through. Um, Zach Moss, 
as well. So this is a game as far uh, from a DFS perspective that you know we're looking uh looking we're looking to fade here. Um, even with their implied total at thirty one uh, points, we you know that's that's a fade for us. Um, Texans, of course, we're not looking at any of the Texans with Davis Mills at quarterback, especially. And if you have Brandon Cooks, I think I I, I think I would be looking for another option. The volume is a, is one thing, but I, I don't know how well they'll get a fair in in Buffalo. I think Brandon Cooks is a sit for this week. And then just this top five, top five, top five. This is just some of the uh, the top uh, what the fantasy defenses are doing uh, against the positions, uh, the quarterback spot. Again, we have we have uh, mentioned Russell Wilson. Uh, that San Francisco Forty Nineers defense is is torn up um, in the secondary. So uh, look for a big day there from Russ. Um, and on the other side, again in that same game. Uh, see at the top of the board there if we could get Eli Mitchell to get in there, man. Uh, that would that would be awesome against that Seattle defense and wide receivers. We had mentioned the Vic. We had mentioned all, basically this whole this whole slate. Um, uh, we didn't really mention the Bucks. The Bucks defense is crazy that they have been so bad in the secondary. They just signed uh, Richard Sherman. I don't think he'll be ready for Sunday to play, but they've been. Uh, They've been decimated in the secondary, and also their run defense is so good that teams are just passing on them. Um, so you know, look for you know, look, and that's a forty-nine total. Look for some uh, some Mac Jones love if you have you know some of the receivers, uh, Aguilar, Nikhil Harry. I believe just returned off IR. Uh, you could give those guys a shot, or at least uh, plant them on your bench to see what's going to happen next. And finally, let's get to Circa Millions, man. I told you guys I started two and three in my first two, in my first three weeks uh, against the spread. Uh, definitely not happy. They they have these quarter prizes. So weeks one through four, five through nine, and so on. Uh, they have these prizes where if you are the top, even in that month alone, You'll get a prize. I think the I think first place might even be 150 grand. Like from weeks one, so someone's gonna win 150 grand after week four for having the best record against the spread. So um, even in one month, you could I could win a lot of money. So I want to start to get the ball rolling here, man. Uh, these are the lines, the final lines uh, from Circa for week one. And I don't know if you guys seen some of uh, my picks, but I'll, I'll go get back to it. The Rams at minus four and a half. So that that line, I think, opened up at minus six and a half or minus seven. And that's all the way down to minus four and a half. So that's an interesting one. Uh, I stayed away from that. We're going to see what happens there. Chiefs, uh, I bet against the Chiefs last week. I don't want to do it twice in a row. But the Chiefs have not been good against the spread in like their last 12 or 13 games. I think they won one game um, against the spread. Or they covered one game against the spread. Uh, so that's interesting. Um and yeah, let's jump to it. And we have mentioned the Titans at Jets is a little scary there. The Titans getting seven on the road. So these are my five for the week. Uh, Bengals minus seven and a half. So we'll, you'll, we'll know the result of that by the time you guys are watching this uh, or listening. Football team at minus one. Uh, I, I like that spot. I know they're on the road, but the Falcons, <laughs> Falcons are just not good. They won their game. 
They beat the Giants. I could easily see this Falcons team going one to fifteen. Man, this is not a good football team, and I and I'll take I'll take the better defense there in a in a pick 'em. Uh, Bears minus three. We got kind of like the two narratives here. So Bears are at home, and you have the Lions uh, coming off that crushing game. They've been they've been in every game. They look good, um, and you would think this is oh they could they could beat the Bears, but again. I'm taking the better defense here. The Bears also are. Um, I, I love their offensive players for this week. Uh, so, you know, get those guys in. Don't be afraid to start Allen Robinson. He had a bad game last week. Um, and he, has, he hasn't been great. Uh, I, honestly, I hope that Dalton starts. Uh, just really did not look like Fields was ready. So, hope Dalton starts. It's going to be better for Allen Robinson. He's going to get peppered with targets. And he's a big start this week. Uh, Seattle plus three I took. Again, we've been talking about Seattle. Uh, this this entire time against uh, the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, he just, just does not. He's not doing it. He looked terrible last week. I when we was watching last Sunday, I was just in amaze that they took the lead. I'm like, the, are the Packers really gonna lose this game? He he looked terrible. Uh, if, if if you watch that game, he, he just looked all over the place. Um, and Chargers Monday Night Football minus three against the Raiders again. Battle of uh, uh, actually the Raiders are unbeaten. And the Chargers are two and one, but they're at the, they're at home. That's a big AFC West. That's for first place, and it doesn't involve the the Kansas City Chiefs. That's amazing. Um, but I'm taking the Chargers here, taking a better quarterback Herb, uh, between Herbert and and, and uh, Derek Carr. It's going to come down to who can make plays at the end and uh, give me Justin Herbert. So yeah, man. I hope you guys like this. Um, took me some a little bit of time to put put this together. It's a it's a good thing. And that'll do it for this week. See you guys next week.